welcome to The Word Count, a brand new podcast tracking the publishing journey of three Australian writers. On this episode, Joe Dixon finds out she's the highest selling debut author on Bookscan. Fiona Taylor is seen more than just the light with her writing epiphany while organising a cracker of a birthday soiree. And Jack. <laughs> what are you doing, Jack? I got an angle grinder for an early birthday present, Phil. And what does that do? I was going to fix up the roof on my woodshed. You know, Jack, oh. if you don't get some words down this week, they'll use their mum voices on you. Oh, OK. Here you go, then. <clears throat> Welcome to The Word Count. And we're back. This is episode three of The Word Count with my fellow writers, Joe Dixon. Hello, everybody. Jack Ellum. Hello. And me, Fiona Taylor. Two weeks ago, we all set new goals for writing to publication. Did we hit them? Did we not? Let's find out. First of all, we'd like to give a shout out to two fellow writing podcasts who mentioned us this week. All right. Thanks for the first time pod with Kate Mildenhall and Catherine Collette. I'm a huge fan of their writing and their podcast, and it's absolutely one of my favourites to listen to. So thank you to them for giving our little podcast a shout-out. And the other... Well, the other one was thanks to the fabulous author, Jodie Gibson. Um, She named us as one of her favourite podcasts that you should be subscribed to. So thank you to Jodie. That was such a lovely shout out and we were in really good company. And Kate gave us another shout out today at a wonderful event that I attended um, put together by Jill Langhammer from Literary Listings and she mentioned us there. So double thanks to Kate. (laughs) We're totally famous now. (laughs) Oh, totally, totally. (laughs) Well, I feel as though we need to do a little bit of a record scratch sort of stop right here moment, because if people have listened to the intro, which let me tell you, Phil was very excited about doing, there is a little bit of information and okay, it's not super, super duper official. It's a little birdie that's told us, but (laughs) But I have heard, I have heard that, um, on the book scan figures, which are the figures of uh, books, print book, print books only that have been sold through booksellers um, in Australia, um, that to date for 2023, I have the highest sales for an Australian debut. Congratulations. I may lose that position. Someone's probably going to come roaring up behind me, but this particular moment, I am the number one selling debut, Australian debut for the year, which is pretty amazing. We could spend the entire episode just on that. What do you reckon? We could. We could. Let's not. Let's not. Let's <laughs> move on. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Now, first things first, let's find out what, we'll, what we have all been up to. Joe, you first. I, I had to get out my diary and flick back through the pages to see, to see what I've been up to. It's a blur. It's what a blur. Um, 
don't know where the time's gone. Um, <laughs> in the last two weeks, uh, the renovation that's been ongoing at my house has finished. Um, the place is a disaster zone. There are piles of there's misplaced furniture all over the place, piles of books that need to go back on the bookshelf, a thousand books stacked in different bedrooms. It's just a mess. There's still plaster dust everywhere. And I just stare at it and leave the room. Uh, other than that, um, Jack and yeah, Jack and I went to Bruni Island, uh, which is wow. off the coast of Tasmania, a little island. Uh, we went to the Bruni Island Community Library AGM as their guest speakers, and it was fabulous. It was so gorgeous. Such a lovely good bunch of people. people. Yeah. Oh, and that Great. library. Is oh awesome. my god, the library was awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. And you know, sometimes these little events that you know, you do the big events, but you do the little ones. It's the little ones where you really make connection with people and it's just so much fun. So I've done that. Um, I've been really having to read a whole stack of books um in preparation for being on panels at Terra Australis Crime Festival down here in Tasmania and the Bad Sydney Crime Festival. So I've got a huge stack of books that I have to get through. So that's where I've – oh, and I did some writing, a little bit of writing. Oh, that's, so that's me for the last year. Good to hear that you did the writing. <laughs> some writing, Joe. <laughs> so, Jack, what did you do besides accompany me to our fabulous speaking engagement? I love that you say, oh, you've got the big events, you've got the small events. I only have ever had the one event, and it was awesome. It was so cool. It was really great. The merit is awesome. Anyway, so what have I been doing? Uh, the last couple of weeks, I've been working. Um, this is one of the busiest times of the year. Um, naturally, other people's lack of planning constitutes my emergency. So it's pretty much flat chat every day. Um, doing a bit of swimming with the Franklin Frosties. They're a really cool group of people. Just they head down to the river. They swim. I'm sure you guys are going to join us while you're down here for Terra Australis. Aren't you? <laughs> you're just going to be across no. the road. It's fine. No. It's warm. It's it's warming up. It's great. And Fiona, the big how weekend. The, how was the big? How was the big weekend? The big birthday bash. We did. We had a huge party to celebrate mine and Brendan's sixtieth birthdays, which I thought would remove maybe two to three days from my writing, but in fact took almost a whole week away due to event preparation, delivery, and post-production. <laughs> it was such an amazing night. Everyone had the best time, and so I don't regret one minute I spent on any of it. And then today I went to this fabulous event organised by Jillian Langhammer who heads up the best book event website available literary listings if you don't already follow it on instagram you must because it details book event dates festival information it's just a wonderful resource and it's basically a one-stop shop for bookish events and the event was a sold-out lunch with three fabulous authors sally hepworth whose latest book is darling girls Kate Mildenhall, whose latest book is The Hummingbird Effect, and Amy Lovett, whose debut novel is Mistakes and Other Lovers. And it was just incredible. Probably the best event I've ever been to. It was right on the wow. beach. It was a gorgeous lunch. There were so many authors there, and I'm probably going to forget someone. So whoever I forget, I'm truly sorry. But I got to chat to Jane Harper, Karen Main, Lisa Island, Meg Dunley, and the lovely Jane from Pan McMillan, who actually listens to the word count, <laughs> and I told her I'd give her a shout out and say, hi, Jane. <laughs> hi, Jane. 
<laughs> it was like an incredible, to... incredible sort it was of gathering. An amazing event, and it was just so uplifting. Uh, it was wonderful, and everyone had the best time. Jill just put on this amazing event, and I hope that she puts on more because I think that it's just a lovely way to connect with other writers and authors and readers and everyone have a great time as well as having a few glasses of bubbles. It's that time of the episode where we check in. Accountability check-in. I'm sure I said a goal of a thousand words. Was that what I said? A thousand sounds good. No, a thousand (laughs) sounds great. She said 10,000. I think it it might have been Um, Mm 10,000. I set a goal of 10,000. I did (gasps) 6,200. That's still great. Oh, I think, think, Joe, that that's amazing. What, especially when you've got renovations going on and everything, I'd be really happy with that. That is pretty awesome. Thank you. So, Jack, Jack. Next. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, well, I am, I'm all about, you know, um, small, acceptable goals. So uh, my, my goal, bacon and whiskey jam, can I just say, game changer. Awesome on toasties. It is awesome with eggs. It is awesome with, you know, green stuff that you're meant to eat because you're healthy and that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> you could even puree it and use it as a drink. Or put it over ice cream. Oh. I hadn't thought of that. I know it sounds disgusting, oh but seriously. I don't, look, it's it's one of those things that just kind of ticks all the boxes. So, yes, it was awesome. And you did share it early on the <laughs> socials, Jack, and I'm feeling that maybe an NDA for you in future, Jack, though I, I did get a lot of messages from people thinking that it was very cute that you were running around being rogue. it's all right we've had several requests for the recipe so um i'll i'll allow the word count to pop that one up do i remember that you said that you might be sending your picture book off to yes three publishers and i can say with absolute confidence that uh, you are right in saying that that's what i did say (laughs) And, and oh look, I sent I sent it to Thames and Hudson, Hashtag Kids and Windy Hollow. Excellent. So you did it. You did <laughs> yeah, like you sound so surprised. I did it. I did. Go Jack. Go Jack. Well done. That's awesome. So Fiona. Birthday, nice. birthday fortnight. How'd yes. you go? I said I was gonna write five thousand words over two weeks. But I actually wrote 2,651, <laughs> which is in line with what I did last time. Yeah. I know now yeah. I can write 2,500 a week without a problem as long as nothing distracts me. So the week leading up to the party was a write-off. <laughs> no pun intended. That's <laughs> 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 terrible. So I'm happy with what I wrote and because I wrote it all in the second week. So I kind of feel like, you know, going forward, I just need to make sure that I actually get two full weeks. <laughs> well, it was it was the epiphany last week that you can write when you make time for it. Yes. 
And I'm thinking, I'm really interested to hear what your goals are going to be for the next fortnight because there's a little bit of travel involved. Just a little. I'll be down <laughs> for Terra Australis and to hang out with you yeah. two. But what I'd like to know, was there anything in this fortnight with your writing that you found easy or difficult? Joe's going to go um, first. Okay. I'm going to go first. Always Joe goes first. We've <laughs> got to do something about that. Um, so probably what I'm finding most difficult at the moment is that I am definitely a plotter um, and I have plotted less for this novel, this book, next book, than I usually do. So I've got a very broad outline. I've done a full synopsis for it. So I know what happens, but I haven't broken it down much more than that. Um, so I'm, I've written the first uh, third of the book. No, it could be less than that, first quarter. Um, and I'm having to... Lot as you go. Right, make it up as I go a little bit. And I'll, that's new. Welcome that to the club. It's very awesome. <laughs> and I am not comfortable with it. Like I, uh, so I, I backtracked a little bit and really got a feel for the bit that I've got and I'm trying to get the the push to push into the next section despite not having a great outline. Yeah, panting is are not saying, easy. Are you saying you're trying to force the plot? No, not force the plot. It's are you scaffolding? Usually I'm scaffolding. So usually I have a very clear vision. Like I can run the run the book like a movie in my yeah. head. Wow. Um, I, I can't do that. I, normally I, I can do that. This time I'm not doing that so much. I know the big points, but it's the chapter by chapter, scene by scene that I don't know so well. So I'm having to sit here and twiddle my thumbs and stare out the window and and get that movie running in my head before I start tapping on the keyboard. It's a bit of a change in my process with this one, and I'm I'm just coming to terms with that and coming becoming more comfortable with it. Well, no, this is this is fascinating because I am I am a panther. Um, and I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I, I'd love to. Well, I don't. This. Well, that's just it. I don't do it. Well, I just type. It's that's like right. I'm, it's hard, isn't it, Jack? <laughs> I, I just, I just tippy tap, 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 tap. And I surprise myself. Sometimes I surprise anything around me when I'm just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, let's keep going. Um, but yeah, no, the, the plotting I find, I find that fascinating because I can't. I've tried to scaffold. I have tried to hummingbird. I have tried to plot. None of that is anywhere within my skill set or remit. I find that um, I kind of plot so that I hit points now. Like I used to not plot at all and it just didn't work because I would write huge amounts of things and then have to throw them away because it didn't go anywhere. So now I try and scaffold a bit. Like, so, you know, you're going from this point to this point to this point, but I still surprise myself, which is, you know, nice. And I kind of think that that's a good thing. Um, when when you sit down and you've got, a, you know, the next scene in your story, you, you sit down at the computer fresh in the morning or whatever time yeah. of the day, and you've got that next scene to go. Do you, when you, when you rest your fingers on the keyboard, do you know where you're going? No. <laughs> yeah. See, that's beautiful. No, I've got no idea. I mean. I get people asking me questions about something they've read and it's just like, and why are they there? I'm just like, oh, I just needed someone in the pub. That's why they're there. So, I, yeah, I don't know what's coming from my fingers or my head half the time. That's going to wow. sound terrible, isn't it? Wow. Can we edit that out? Um, 
<laughs> so I go in, I know that the, the scene is going to be about something, but I just don't know what I'm going to write for that. Oh, wow. Okay. So I know that, say, for instance, I want them to be at this party and something happens at this party. I don't know what's going to happen at the party until I write yeah. the scene and then all of a sudden I type something and I go, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. Do you have a point to the scene? Do you have an objective with yes. the scene? Like, so, okay. Yes. So I kind of know oh. that there are certain points, certain things that I want to put in, and um, and that seems to work. I've got alternating characters in my manuscript, and oh. one of them I find very easy to write, very easy. But this last week I've been struggling with finding the voice of the alternating protagonist and I ended up writing four very different scenes until I found her voice, and what? it was hard slog. And I'm so glad I got there in the end, but I just had to keep writing forward to capture the yes. voice uh-huh. properly. And once yeah. I had the voice, I thought, okay, I'm going to be fine now. At least I hope so. Okay. Got it. We are already at setting goals for the next fortnight. So, okay. Joe, just, you know, just... um remembering that we are going to go to Terra Australis <laughs> Festival yes. and yes. hang out with all the cool people like um, Anne Cleves, Gary yep. Disher, Danuka McKenzie, Rob McDonald, um, Ashley Collation Blunt, Catherine Kovacek, Joe Dixon. <gasps> My favourites. <laughs> <laughs> And we would just be like, you know, the hangers on, Jack. That'll be us. Yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> we'll hold your bag and your water. Oh, I'll take your photos. <laughs> I'll make you look great. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yes. You can give me my entourage. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Yes. We need to get some flashy gold jewellery, Jack. I have to buy sunglasses. <gasps> I have yes. <laughs> No, this is this is this is a tricky one. Um, word count wise, I'm probably going to say, okay, I'm going to be, keep it really minimal. I'm going to say three thousand words because mm-hmm. I'll probably get. That's about it. Um, I'm losing a whole week with two workshops with Anne Cleves, which I am so looking forward to. Oh, I'm so excited! Um, yeah, let's go three thousand words for me for the next fortnight. Um, on top of doing several panels at Terra Australis and several workshops with Anne Cleves. So that's me. That's awesome. Jack. Jack. What are you going to do? <laughs> Jack. I kind of I kind of feel that was a bit of a mum voice thing. Um, and oh, my I'm God, like, am I the mum voice character? I'm the mum voice character, aren't I? <laughs> I think you guys could. Well, look, every time I'm so scared with what you guys put up, I'm just like, I have to do it. I have to do whatever I've said I've got to do. I've got to do it. And there's no excuses. And so that's why I'm going to say chocolate slice. Um, (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I will make chocolate slice, though, because chocolate slice is awesome. And I think sometimes you need a bit of chocolate slice. But I thought maybe I should do something a bit more word countish. Yes, yes, yes. But not word countish because I'm not going to put a number on it. No, no, no! I can, I can, I can feel the roll of your eyes from here. 
I'm not putting a word counter on it because I don't know really where it sits, but I'm going to finish my junior kids novel, Ooh. which okay, is, cool. you know, it's, it's about Rowdy and Fizz Clapfish who've been sent outside by their mother. They've just moved to the country. She's sick of their complaining. She gives them a treasure map and a couple of riddles. They walk outside, bang, the door's locked. They can't get back in. There's no devices. All of a sudden there's a talking fox and his mate, the talking rabbit, Gordo. They have to discover or get to the bottom of the garden. Mind you, Fizz decides that he's going to swing on um, one of the tree branches of a particular tree who's known as Karen. She's not really happy. Magics him into another realm, so Rowdy has to go ask the uh, flying toads at the bottom of the garden for help. I love it. <laughs> wow. Awesome. wow. The things that come out of your imagination, that is that you're so different. Not I to mention so work really, on that pitch. I would so agree <laughs> with that. I would so read that. It sounds fabulous. So yes, that's that's what I'm going to do because I have been put to shame. But no word count. Just the end of the story. Okay. All right. All right. And chocolate slice. All goals are valid. (laughs) Whether those goals are research, whether they're plotting, whether they're reading. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be writing words. Oh, good, because, you know, I do actually also have to fix the, the roof on my woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> but, Fiona, what are yours? Because you're travelling down and um, and there's going to be sleepovers and there's going to be workshops. It's going to be so exciting. I'm really looking forward to hanging out with you both and um, going to all these workshops and just meeting all these amazing authors. It's going to be fabulous. Um, but before I come down, <laughs> I'm going to go to one of the most amazing author events because after being a fan forever, I'm finally going to meet Natasha Lester, author of <gasps> the disappearance of Astra, Astrid Bricard in person at Robinson's Bookshop at the Glen. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. You've got no idea. And um, I'm also going to interview Karina May for Reading by Candlelight podcast and talk about her amazing debut, Ducker Orange for yeah. Breakfast. Awesome, It's yeah. also our son's 25th birthday. <laughs> and then I fly over to Tasmania to catch up with the two of you and hang out with mm. Anne Cleves and Gary Disher and all the other amazing crime authors and, you know. Uh-huh. So and are you going to get some time to write? I'm going to aim for 3,000 words, same as Joe. Okay. Nice. Good. That is awesome. That is that is admirable and awesome. Ladies, I am in awe once again, and now <laughs> I'm thinking I might have overextended myself a little bit, not again? with a chocolate slice, but, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to give a shout-out to those following along who shared their own goals with us. And we hope you hit whatever you're aiming for. But if not, be kind to yourself. It's not the size of the word count, but the progress that's important. And we'd like to yes. congratulate Belinda Clark, author who is aiming for 7,000 words, a yank on the footy who is setting up interviews for their podcast, and Skywriting One who managed to hit 10,000 words on her new work in progress and added 2,500 to it this wow. week. That's lovely. Brilliant. So. It's goodbye from us for another episode of The Word Count. Say goodbye, Joe. Bye, Joe. <laughs>
<laughs> Say goodbye. I'm sorry. It's an old joke. Still good. Still good. You got it. <laughs> Say goodbye, Jack. Toodles. And it's goodbye from me. And we wish you all the best with your writing over the next two weeks and check in with us next time to see if we hit our word counts. The Word Count, a real-life, real-time writing journey podcast with all the good and the bad, although that's usually Jack along the way. Subscribe and follow them on socials.